Hello, and welcome back to Now Screaming, episode 62. I'm Evan Culbertson. And I'm Liz Smart. And we're watching all the horror movies currently streaming on Netflix. So you don't have to. This week we're talking about the 2016 horror film Friend Request. This is kind of a weird movie for a lot of reasons. Is it? I think so. I feel like it's in theme with a lot of the movies we've watched already for this podcast. I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. Yeah, yeah. But this movie is so extra. It is extra. It is. It is. We do a lot of movies for this podcast that I feel like are really phoned in. This is just mm. doing the most. You're right. It is. But unfortunately, not really to any sort of merit. It's kind of pointless, and it's kind of hollow. Yeah. Again, I think um, its main thesis, if there is one, is similar to movies that we've watched already for this podcast, like um, The Den yeah, and yeah. Um, Cam. Both of which are And better. even things like, um, I mentioned it last episode also, Mr. Bedeviled, um... And even very vaguely in Charnel House. It's just, it's, it's been done many, many, many times before in better movies and worse well, movies. this is doing something different, we should say. It's doing something different, but, you know. You because know I mean. it's doing too much. Interesting. I'm, I'm excited to hear your thoughts about it. I'd also like to note, this movie has a weird release history. Um, it was finished in 2014. I could not find distribution specifically in the U.S. Uh, oh, also, it's directed by Simon Verhoeven, who is of no relation to the Danish director Paul Verhoeven, who did hmm. Robocop and Showgirls oh. and all kinds of intriguing movies. Hmm. This is a German movie. We should still say that. This is a German film, entirely in English. <laughs> yeah, it's so you weird. You would not know, watching it, that it was a German movie. No, except that it does the thing that... Um... Other movies that aren't like not necessarily not American do, but it take feels like it takes place in fake America. Yeah, you know, like our main character goes to school like on a beach, but there's also like a giant mysterious factory. Yeah, and like it just kind of feels like it takes place in a kind of all America that doesn't have regions. You know? Yeah. So that in that sense, it really does make sense to me that it was made not by an American. And filmed in South Africa. Right. Just a very... And I, it, it it does say that it takes place in America, right? There's oh, a, yes. There's very oh, yes. much American-like... It's strange. It's very strange. It's very strange. A lot about this movie is strange. Should we get into the plot? I guess so. <laughs> um, it begins with a... Like a cold open that I was very frustrated by because I I thought that it was giving away the ending. Right. In the, fact, it was giving away... The first 20, 20 minutes. 20 minutes. Not even the first 20 minutes. It was giving away a plot thing that happens 20 minutes in. Which at that point, like, why do it? We're going to see it in 20 minutes. I still think it's a mistake. I'm less upset by it. But uh, our protagonist is Laura Woodson, played by Alicia Debnam Carey who you might know from The Hundred or mm -hmm. Fear the Walking Dead. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm guessing this was made before she found made it, yeah. TV fame. I mean, made it is relative, <laughs> but... I think she made it on The Hundred. She was part of a very popular ship that I feel like... I think had, more people watched Fear the Ridges. Walking Dead than watched The Hundred. You're but... right, but she was... I, I knew her from The Hundred. She's a mild television star. Yes. Uh, anyway, she's our protagonist. She's a tech-obsessed 
college student. You say tech obsessed. She's not tech obsessed. She's social media obsessed. I, let's be frank about it. Facebook. Yes. She just, she just cares about Facebook. Specifically Facebook, which, which made this movie also feel like it was from 2000 and what? Seven. Let's get let's let's <laughs> let's we'll talk about Facebook in a second. Yeah. Uh, it opens with her walking into class, and there's an announcement that uh, one of their classmates one of their classmates has, has killed herself, and it was uploaded to the university website. Mm-hmm. I think they mean Facebook, um, <laughs> because it being uploaded to Facebook is a whole thing. Yeah, uh, and so they're all talking about it, and Marina is the name of the girl who died. And then we flash back to two weeks earlier. Yeah. And and uh, Laura looks very, very upset yeah. by this news, possibly more upset than she would be if it was a passing acquaintance. And the first 20 minutes of the movie is basically her kind of making friends with Marina. Yeah. Who and... is a goth girl. Akin... She's very um, Elizabeth Salander from Girl with Dragon Tattoo. Yeah, less capable, but the kind of the look is the same. Yeah, I mean, like, she bleached her eyebrows or she shaved them off she it's unclear potentially pulled them out oh she also has dermatillomania yeah she which pulls out the, her eyelashes and her the eyebrows compulsion to rip out your hair her hair yeah so i think that's I, I thought it looked like she had eyebrows but they were really light so i wasn't sure if she was like maybe a blonde who dyed her hair but didn't dye her eyebrows but then there's the comment about her eyebrows being pulled out so it wasn't really very clear and it doesn't look i don't know it was kind of a weird moment in the movie sorry trichotillomania is pulling out your hair. Dermatillomania is where you pick at your skin. Pick at your skin. That makes more sense. Derma. Of course, but I have to get that right. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is a lonely girl in... What class are they in? Psych. Psych. In psych class? In Laura's psych class? Because Laura is, I think, a psych major. And she's specifically doing... They're working right now on internet addiction. Which is... Internet addiction disorder is a big... Plot point. I mean, they don't have a plot point. It's the... It's the ba- one of the bases of this movie. I, I think that's like. what this movie thinks it's about. It feels very ham-handed because I don't think that they'd be talking about that inside class. Not, not, well, this is the problem, is the paradox of the timing of this movie, which is that I think they'd be talking about it in psych class now. I think that um, social media and our phones and internet addiction is a very, very relevant topic for people studying psych now, but this movie... The way that they interact with Facebook is 2007. So they wouldn't have been talking about this in 2007. Maybe we, was... should, maybe we should talk about Facebook. So um, what, se- what sets off the plot is Marina requesting Laura Laura as a friend on Facebook. And Laura is her only Facebook friend. And Laura has like 800 friends. Yeah. Uh, and is very proud of that number. Yeah. I'm sure I have 800 Facebook friends and I don't even fucking use Facebook. I have like 700 something, but yeah. she's in college. So I think that's also part of it. She's supposed, it's supposed to feel like a lot. The way that they use Facebook is not how... So again, this movie came out in 2016, filmed in 2014. And I don't think in 2014, 20 to 22 year olds were using Facebook this way. What do you... Let's describe how they're using it. Because that's what happens is after this, after this cold open of, oh my God, Marina killed herself... Um, the credits are over a pretty long sequence of, like, 
showing us Laura's Facebook. It's and, so, and therefore cool. seeing her friends, like, we go inside pictures, we see, like, Laura is so excited about, like, status updates and things like that. So we see, and I actually thought it was really well done. The effects and editing of, of this title sequence are great. Really excellent. And, I, and it really, to me, this isn't hard to do, at least for me, t- to impress me, but it made this friend group very quickly realized for me. I agree. Like, I just, I think that showing showing me social media is actually very effective to be like, these are her friends. This is the kind of stuff they like to do. We see that she likes to run. We see that she's like, there's a burgeoning romance with this surfer guy. There's another one of her friends who really likes her, that everyone's really aware that he like kind of likes her too much, and her other friends who are dating. Like, it's just, it was really effective in being like, this is her life. And it and from on, from Facebook, it looks perfect. It looks wonderful and vibrant and exciting and fun, which is, of course, like, that's the point. That's what it's supposed to look like. That's what your Facebook should look like. You're always having a great time. But we see kind of from Laura's, like, it might be true. Like, for Laura, the reflection of... Yeah, her life's great. Her life's perfect. And we see that reflected on her Facebook. She's just on it all the time. And I think that, like, the way that she's, like... She's just refreshing her feed. She's just, like, doing lots of updates. I don't know. I guess, like, I have I have been extremely online at many points in my life. I have even been extremely online when Facebook was the thing to be online mm-hmm. for. And I, I think that she has too much going on in her life to be spending this much time on Facebook. I think it's... No, because I, I think that in college... And again, this this is this is how I was on Facebook when I was in high school. That's why I'm saying kind of the frame. Sure, but like, we were in high school, bef- like well before the period that this movie takes place. That's what no, that, but that's what I'm saying is that if we just buy that this movie is in 2007, which it's not, but that's my, that is how I used Facebook in 2007. And also, it doesn't look like what Facebook looked like in 2014. It looks like an older version of Facebook. It does. So again, I think this movie was kind of conceived in the, in the 2007 version of Facebook and why we and why we were using Facebook that way because like the things that happen in this movie if it was happening not on Facebook to me the stakes would be different but I guess they would have been the same we'll get it we have to get into the plot and then we can talk about this but basically it's just like yes remember that time where your Facebook was like your whole identity and you'd be Facebook chatting your friends all the time and you'd be like putting everything on Facebook and always updating your status. Like, obviously, I never update my status anymore. But when I look at my time hop, I sometimes yeah. did three or four times a day. So, like, I understand when this was relevant. It just probably wasn't in 2014. Marina posts a bunch of creepy shit on her Facebook, like creepy gifts and art that she's drawn. But, like, Laura's kind of intrigued by some of it because some of it is really beautiful. Laura's like, very if nice Marina had. Her. Yes. That's part of the, She's like... trying to be like, oh, but she's really talented. She's really interesting. But Marina doesn't build up to any kind of anything. She's like, oh my God, you're my best friend. I love you. Like, I can't wait to come to your birthday party. She's obsessed with her. So, obsessed, yeah. yeah. Like, immediately, uh, like, latches on way too hard. I don't want to get bogged down in the plot. So, Laura has a birthday party, doesn't invite Marina, lies to Marina about it just being uh, Laura and her boyfriend... Of course, pictures get posted to Facebook. It's just like, rookie mistake, Laura. Uh, there's a bunch of people at the party. Marina's upset. She confronts her in the like cafeteria the next day and like physically accosts her. Is like, I thought we were friends. I made you a Marina present. physically like, accosts Laura. Yes. Yes. Um, and then kills herself and uploads it to Facebook. 
Uh, and so that's the first 20 minutes of the movie and yeah. what I thought was the ending. Is right, because then we get another scene that's exactly the same as the first scene that's like, if any of you have any information, you know, one of your fellow students. And it's like, oh, we we literally just watched this like 20 minutes ago. But the wrinkle is that once Marina is dead, there's like no record of her. It's been like erased mm-hmm. from the school archives. Everyone's like, who, what, like, was her name even Marina? Who the hell was this? Yeah. And uh, her Facebook name, we should say, is not Marina Mills. It's Marina. Like, it's Marina. Oh, it's Marina? Marina, yeah. Okay. Um, Laura's Facebook account posts the suicide video, and everyone's like, what the fuck's wrong with you? She's like, I didn't do it. And she can't delete it. She goes to delete it. It says, like, error. error. Unknown error? Which, by the way, was like, the previous title of this movie, like the working title was Unknown Error. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Um, she can't delete it. She calls... Oh, this is the thing. So, like, um, she calls Facebook tech support, which is not what you would do in this situation. You right. would chat with them because it's... Facebook? Well, and because it's, like, it's 2014, presumably. Presumably, like, yeah. Um, and Again. also, that would be a much faster way to get through to them. Yeah. She can't... She's, like, kind of, like, lost control because she tries to post, like, it wasn't me. And, and, the, and the computer, like, the shorts computer out. talks back to her and says, like, I'm going to make you lonely the way that... I'm going to make you feel lonely the way that I was lonely. Right. Um, and, and so she it's clear like, that Marina is, like... Marina's profile, they, she unfriended her when all this was, like, going down. She, like, actually unfriended her, so Marina had zero friends. And now Marina is back on her friends list, but the Facebook support people are, like, we don't even see that profile. Yeah. So they are, like, of zero help. Clearly this is not a technology issue. This is a, like, you know, something else is going on. Do you want to walk through the entire plot, or can we just kind of... I, w- I don't want to walk through it. Right. We should just say that, like, basically, manifestations of the creepy images that she has posted, various forms, like, this, like, creepy baby dolls, or, like, this weird mirror. There's bugs. There's, like, black wasps. Mm-hmm. Uh, they end up... Again, to really fast forward, they end up manifesting in real life and... Slowly picking off her friend. Yeah, like killing her friends. Um, This is when it becomes a very slasher movie. Like, you kind of, you can see when it's coming because their Facebook or their computers start like... I don't even know what to call it. The screens get fuzzy with kind of like... um, Pixels. Yeah. They get kind of pixelated with like colors. You can you can just tell something's off. And there's like some some feedback. And then and then like the lights go out and just things kind of move on from there. It inspires all of them to kill themselves, right? In in. Uh, that's what ends up happening, there right? Like is uh, it's hard to say because in a lot of the situations, what we're seeing happen is different from what ends up getting filmed and put on Facebook. Right. So there's a lot of situations where like. Um, it's like the first the first guy dies right in the elevator. Is that what happens? Yes, he bashes his head against the Right, but that's not what we see happen. Right. That's what there's a when there's a video of it. There's like security gets, footage. There's security footage that gets put on onto Laura's Facebook, says something different. So what do we what do we believe happened? So that's kind of the complicated because I know that when um when the when Isabel dies in the hospital, yeah. um, we see something slit her throat, but then obviously on the video She's a thrown She's throat. She's a thrown throat. So it's it's just it's hard to say actually what is reality, which is kind of the point of this movie. I would say that it's probably whatever shows up on the security footage because um the the horror slasher scenes are so stylized that like we are in their reality. We're in whatever hallucination is happening to them. That's true. Like for example, we see I believe it's Isabel like running down the hallway 
and like there's some mm. horrible things happening and then the security footage she's like in broad daylight and there's like people and there's around people her. she's going hello hello but there's like people and so everywhere. i think that's probably the truth because people I would have actually right. witnessed that makes that. sense um, so she messes with the reality of the people who she's making kill themselves. Basically all of her friends, uh, with the exception of... The one who's in love with her and her boyfriend. Right. The one who's in love with her, his name is Kobe. He is a white boy named Kobe. Um, <laughs> Recognizable from Gossip Girl. Yeah. Uh, Eric Vanderwoodson. Blake Lively's little brother. Yeah. And he looks crazy. He's got huge eyes and a buzz cut. It's and not a good wonky look. tattoos. Yeah. Like, he's the, he's the hacker friend. And her boyfriend is from um, the Chronicles of Narnia. Yeah, uh, I didn't recognize William him. William Mosley. He's, he's like the oldest brother um, from Narnia. And um, he's cute. You know, he's like, that. he's that boy. Kobe ends up helping Laura because he's a tech boy. He's a hacker, yeah. Um, They try to find out... Also, Laura gets suspended because she keeps posting snuff videos. Um, <laughs> and she can't just prove to them that, like, it's not her doing it. They're yeah. like, take him down, Laura. So Laura has a ton of time on her hands. And everybody hates her also. Everybody right? is I like, mean, like yeah. yeah. Everyone's unfriending her. You, that's There's a little ticker, kind of, that keeps coming up on the screen that shows her Facebook friends going down, 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 down. She ends up trying to figure out what happened to this Marina person. The backstory makes no sense. I don't super want to go into it. No, but basically Marina's a witch. Yeah, she's a witch. She is participating in black mirror rituals in order to have her soul transcend the body and escape somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And our impression is that she has escaped into the internet. Yeah. And is now, (laughs) like, terrorizing people through Facebook. Yes. Um, Witchcraft. They go to... Again, just to move through this, mm-hmm. Kobe and Laura go to the place where Marina's mother died. There's a whole backstory of Marina it's... having a mother in a commune and people dying and there being a fire, blah, 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 blah. It doesn't really matter. And she was always tech obsessed, even when she was like a child. She used to sit in front of her like a blank, her blank yeah. laptop and just stare at it. And her boyfriend's following them. So at some point they're going to intersect. Right. Oh yeah, they go to the factory. They go to the factory. The, this all happens. The big climax scenes happens at the factory, right? We should... Okay, I just remembered why this is relevant. In order to stop what's happening from yes. happening, they have to find the, the... The laptop. The laptop, the vessel through which... The the black mirror, of course, the computer screen, through which Marina passed into... Cause, yeah, because yeah. Kobe came up with this concept, which is that maybe she didn't kill herself because she was sad. Maybe it was a ritual. And right. the ritual would be that she like set herself on fire in front of a black mirror... In order to... And so she, her body is somewhere with this laptop, and if they destroy the laptop, then right. it will end. So that's where they're trying to find it. Right. It, they find out that it was at this factory. Probably. They don't even know that for sure. It's just like, oh, she has a She puts together there. something from the background of the um, image. Yes. Is what she does. Uh, oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Right. Uh, they go to the factory. It, it a little bit loses me at this point, but... It major loses Kobe me. has been affected by the images... But not to kill himself. So he stabs Laura. You think that's been from affected by the images? You think he's just losing his mind? I think he, yeah, because what he has decided, and he's right, is that basically what's happening, what they've figured out because of the whole history of Marina and Laura, is that Marina is trying to make Laura alone. Like, Marina is slowly isolating her from not only her 800 Facebook friends, but killing off all of her real friends and her boyfriend and her mother in order to make her alone. And so Kobe's like, ha ha, 
you can't be alone if you're dead, and figures, possibly rightly, possibly wrongly, that if he kills Laura, um, it will stop. It will not therefore come for him. So he's, like, just in survival mode. I don't think that was... I actually... It's one of my favorite things. I don't think that was affected by... Interesting. But he's seeing was, stuff, though. He's Oh, he's losing his mind because he was in love with her. So there yeah. was a point in this movie where it'd be like, oh my god, he would never kill her. But I don't think Marina's whispering in his ear to do that. Okay. I think that it's his own choice to be like, if you... Like, if I kill her, like, Marina's done. That's her goal. That's her eventual goal. She's not going to come for me afterwards because i'm not her her intended victim right they end up going to the factory kobe stabs tyler kobe gets got by wasps mm-hmm. a little ghost girl tells laura that i just want to be best friends forever then the little ghost girl is young marina right then smash cut to laura is at the college a different college presumably Oh, it probably is a different college. That's what I thought. Anyway, she is now a loner goth girl. Yeah. And she has no friends on Facebook. And her name says, like, Laura. Laura. And she's posting all that uh, creepy imagery and staring at, like, a happy-looking girl surrounded by friends. So the cycle continues. Whatever. So she... We should... I want to know what's going on. Is she possessed? Or is, like, this... Is she just now a witch? Is she now converted? I thought she was kind of possessed. That was my thought. So there was no Marina. Marina was just like a vessel for this witch yeah, soul. Yeah, that's what I I wasn't sure, but that was my thought. I didn't think that she was like, oh, I'm oh, I like this witch stuff now. I'm gonna now like it was it felt like No, like kind of unconsciously I thought, but like I don't know. I really it's not clear. Um, this movie has a lot going on visually that I think works. I think that all of the stuff that it does with computer screens... Yeah. And, um... Oh, we didn't even mention... This movie's, like, jump scare-a-thon. Like, oh, yes. All, like, all it is it is jump scares. And it kind of worked. It, I, I was what scared. It is, yeah. I was scared. Um, they live in a very similar apartment to the kind that we live in, which always kind of freaks me out. Like, uh... Living in a high-rise makes me feel safe, weirdly. Yeah. Um, because it's not on the ground. But this was like, oh, no, on high-rise, you can still be stalked by a murderous Facebook demon. Right. <laughs> uh, so it just freaked me out. Again, I think that, like there's a lot of... I really don't like bugs, so the, the black yeah, wasps really bothered me. That's fair. Um, which, again, I guess, I guess is to its credit, because it was trying to, it right? Was, no, it worked. It, um, I think that like a lot of it works. But it's kind of cheap, right? Like I, I don't think this movie has anything to say. Oh, I do. But again, it's been said better. I think what this movie's trying to say, I'll just, I'll say this up front so we don't have to get into it sure. later. My thought about this movie um, is, so, you know, there's there's a point kind of in the middle where Laura has completely lost control of her Facebook. Yes. Um, anytime she tries to delete it, um, it won't let her. Anything she tries to type for herself or delete or whatever completely gets messed up. Um, and she's slowly, like, losing friends. And I think that... Again, we've talked about things like this before, but, like, the idea of your online identity being um, your real identity, that there's this feeling yeah. of, like, you are being erased. And that comes up, up a lot in Cam, I feel like. But in this, it felt even more like you work you work hard for those friends, right? Sure. Like, there's a lot of weird little networking that happens to get to a certain number of friends on Facebook where you're like, those, I, like, I put in the time to be a real-ass person on the internet 
and like this is where my like you know with my Facebook it's like that's where my pictures are that's where like right it's right. It's, it's a record in a lot of ways of like where I've been and who I am and so if somebody comes and takes that from you and is pretending to be you and making other people think things about you you've lost control of your identity and I love that concept I'm really intrigued by it I don't think this movie does anything with it unlike a movie like Cam um, right or The Den see I think The Den I agree that the, what the what the dead is saying about identity and about like online, like what you give of yourself to online and, and cam cam is just better than all of this, but like, yes. <laughs> um, I think it is saying that I think because this movie is also about witches, it becomes very confused. I agree. I would, if, if, if see, I think on one hand, this movie's trying to say like this generation is obsessed with, Technology. Technology in a way that is going to consume them, right? Like, Mm -hmm. in a way that they're not living their lives, right? That's kind of what this movie's about. Mm -hmm. But it's also about, like, literal witches. And, like... I agree. I think that confuses this message. But what the the predator is here is not her relationship to technology. It is a literal, like, demon witch who is, like, using technology to get to her. I agree. It doesn't really work. It's just that that's what this... I think that's what the movie's trying to say. And there was a very specific choice. I actually... I shouldn't say very specific. I don't know if this was intentional, but I felt it was intentional. Because we see a ton of her trying to delete things. Um, And she keeps telling um, the police and the dean and her friends, it won't let me delete my profile. It won't let me delete things. She was telling them, we never see her try to delete her profile. And I kind of wondered the whole time if she didn't want to try. That's super interesting. Like, because I think... Because that that would feel like giving up on all the, like you said, the work that she had done to cultivate this all my mind. Yes. And and there's a a point where you're like, that, I'm not going to give in to this witch demon. (laughs) Like... I worked hard for this and this is who I am and I don't want to lose that. And I, 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 I may be reading too far into it. I may be assigning something because what this movie, the reason this movie is lazy is because the, one of the biggest plot holes in my opinion was that like, she keeps telling the Dean and the police that she can't delete her account um, or that she can't delete the comments. It's, it would be very easy to just show them. Yeah. And if she showed them, then they would have to believe her. That she wasn't able to do it. Again, that's just horror movie logic, though, right? Like, No, not every horror movie is that lazy and creates those kind of plot holes. No, but a lot of the ones that we watch on here are. Right, and I, but I, but I will call all of them out for it. I'm just, I'm, I'm just saying it, 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 it makes it not as well thought out as some of the other movies that we've seen. Whereas, like, again, not to just bring up Cam over and over again, a better movie, but like, we really feel like she exhausts all of her immediate, you know. Um, choices in what she's doing. Like, she yeah. really, she goes to her friends, she goes to the support, you know, she tries really, really, really hard to resolve things the way that we are supposed to resolve things. And it would just be so easy for Laura to show the Dean what is going on, and it would still be there, there would still be some conversations about it, but then at least she wouldn't be suspended, she wouldn't be potentially ostracized. Like, there's just a lot going on that's like, that. that feels like a very big plot hole to me to be like, this whole movie wouldn't exist if she just showed the Dean what was going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anything else worth uh, talking about with this one? Um, well, I'll say two things about the witchcraft element. Sure. I'll say a thing I like and a thing I don't like. The thing I like about the one of the witchcraft things is that I actually think... Because they talk a lot about black mirrors in a more, like, an older way. That's, like, an actual black mirror. Right, like... And in- then... 
like a physical actual black mirror that, yeah. that witches would stare into to do spells. Like 14th century witches Yes, or exactly. Um, and then it's kind of the concept is like, now this computer screen, this black computer screen. Or your phone screen. Or your phone screen can be a black mirror. And I actually think that's a really interesting idea. Mostly because I think that like we make a lot of jokes, at least I love these kinds of jokes on the internet of like if you're on your computer and then your um, screen goes dark and you see that weird, horrible, distorted double chin version of yourself the way you've been watching tv for the last eight hours that i think is like we all kind of have a fear of that face in the mirror you know what i mean that like that face reflected that shows the way that you've been like maybe looking at your perfect life on facebook or twitter or tumblr or whatever and then you like you turn off your computer and you see yourself and you're like that's not the version that I just put online or like whatever it is. I'm just, I'm intrigued by this concept of like, what are we, when we're staring at the black mirror? You know, I've got a, I've got a television show you might like. (laughs) Is it called Black Mirror? It's called Black Mirror. Um, (laughs) I think I would be more impressed if it weren't for like, again, literally like uh, an anthology television show that's all about, like a horror television show that's all about technology's relationship to us. Yeah. Um, What I have mixed thoughts on, but like we know exists in the world of this because when she googles black mirror like black mirror tv shows up oh my god so like this movie knows that the television show black mirror exists and still says the phrase black mirror 300 times is that like Like, what black mirror the tv show is it like about i guess it's about technology yeah yes it's all about sex that's what it's that's why it's called that it's not about like witchcraft no 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 no. but is it is it doing the same thing where it's like the black mirror is your screen Without things on it. Yes. Have you never watched Black Mirror? No, I've never watched an episode. I've heard, obviously, of... I mean, I, we did Bandersnatch. That was the only thing I've done. Which is a video game and not a episode of television. Correct. Uh, so, no, I've never watched any of Black Mirror, no. There's some good stuff there. I know. I always think I should kind of, like, pick it up. That's not what this podcast is, is about, though. It is all about... I mean, it's a, it's, it's a horror show about technology. Yeah. And I mean, it, I've, is, it is all about the Black Mirror of your screen. I've yes. really only heard, I think not heard of the only ones I've really ever like, you know, know the plot of is like San Junipero, which is, I know is about technology in it's some also ways. It's also a horror episode. Right. So it's not, I, I, I don't even think my relationship with Black Mirror is even close to what this is. So I don't know. Maybe I should visit Black Mirror. Well, it's uh, within the scope of this podcast because now Netflix produces it. Oh, true. It used to be a BBC thing and now it's Netflix. True, true. What was the thing that you didn't like? The thing I didn't like is that the thing about witchcraft, this isn't true in every instance of witchcraft, but what it feels like witchcraft in this movie is that this movie doesn't have to obey any rules because with witchcraft, anything is possible. It's like shorthand for like... For like, guess what? We don't have to obey any kind of rules of nature or of technology, what it's capable of. Because it's witchcraft. But not even supernatural because like we know from lore that like werewolves have rules. Vampires have rules. Um, There's usually, if there's a monster of some sort in a movie, it's like there are rules. I feel like witchcraft is a really easy way to just be like, no rules. I'm just gonna do whatever I want and like... The rule's just right. It can mean ghosts. It can mean you kill yourself. It can mean... Like, it can just mean anything, and I think that's lazy. It is lazy to not create rules for your universe or your monster. I agree. It also just, like, when with witches and with things like this, it just always feels like a long episode of Supernatural <laughs> to me. Yeah. Especially because they're all teens. It all just felt like it was leading up to, like, you know, it was just a really long episode of Supernatural. 
technically they're 20 somethings, but mm-hmm. I hear you. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, you mentioned earlier there's a lot of jump scares, in which there there's, are. There's a ton. A shit ton, yeah. Um, one, some of the greatest moments of this movie are when there's no jump scares, but something scary is still happening. Like, there's these twins that are always around. There's a lot of very, like, Shining-esque moments. There's these twins, and there's also, like, a bunch of blood that comes in at one point, very Shining-esque. Um, but these twins are, like, everywhere. I forget what their relevance is to the plot, but they're everywhere. And there was a lot of times when she was walking through the factory that they're just, they would just be in, like, the upper left-hand corner of the screen. Um, And I love that. Do you want to know the relevance of the plot? No. Okay. She she hurts them, right? She tore their faces off. Oh, yeah. Because they made fun of her for scaring at a computer screen. Classic. Yeah. Witchcraft. Jump scares. Jump scares. Horror movies. Are you ready to unfriend that dead bitch? (laughs) Do they say that? That is a line from this movie. Oh, of course it is. Oh, boy. Oh, I forgot to say the one thing that I liked about it. Which is what? That they have a fat friend. They do. They have a fat friend and she's not made fun of. She's the one of them who's in like a long-term committed relationship. Um, it was just nice. Yeah. It was a weird it was a weird movie to feel like, "Oh, they've really tried to create real people here and not just a bunch of like hot." They absolutely did try to flesh out these characters. I agree. It was really nice. I just I always like feeling a little seen, you know. Yeah. Now you're Now I'm ready to unfriend that the bitch. <laughs> How about we pull up through that and hopefully find something? I mean, I guess this was interesting. We got a good combo out of it. I was, yeah, I thought it was a uh, not 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 our worst choice, or not no, not, not the roulette's the, worst choice. With the dregs of of what Netflix has to offer, I'm pleasantly surprised by this. Right. Our next movie will be Family Blood. Hmm. I don't know anything about this. Yeah. Family Blood. It looks kind of um, standard. That can be both good or Classic. bad. Classic. Classic. Yeah. yeah. Family blood. Family blood. Until next time. All right. <laughs> you can check us out on our website at nowscreaming.com. And on Twitter and Facebook at nowscreaming. Please share the podcast with your friends and leave us a review on iTunes. Or Stitcher, or wherever you find podcasts. Wherever you review podcasts. Listen to podcasts. I don't know that every podcatcher has an infrastructure for reviews, but iTunes definitely it does. It does. Thank you, as always, to Wes Craven for uh, creating real rules for your villains yeah. and um, fleshing them out in a way that feels both real and maintains the like terrifying factor mm-hmm. and not taking the easy way out. For sure. That was a good Wes Craven. A good West Craven? It was. Until next time, everybody. Stay spooky. Stay spooky.